With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And a warm welcome to our listeners joining us from Western Australia. If you have missed any of the first hour, including our chat with Roderick Miranda and the A-League Men's Round 1 Review, you can find them all on our podcast. Just search Global Game SEN. Time now for our weekly chat on the English Premier League. Yeah, you're twisting my melon, man. It's Spencer Pryor. He's <laughs> not got that accent, but anyway, how are you, Spen? I really, I've never had, I've never even dreamed of having that accent. Not like you, mate. You couldn't not have like it, you. mate. You couldn't have it. Um, on to more serious matters to kick things off. Sorry to bring things uh, down a bit, but obviously uh, the passing of Sir Bobby Charlton was the big off-field uh, issue in football in England this week. Um, obviously a lot of very... Uh, sad people in the UK and right around the world of football. He was one of the greats. What, what did he mean to Manchester United and English football, though, more broadly? We won the World Cup for us. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like as a as a not as a Man United supporter, but as a as a person that you know was rep- represented a club at a time when when they'd gone through so much, come through that won the Ballon d'Or, won, won the European Cup, won the World Cup. I mean, and, and yet stayed relatively humble and normal in a time when, you know, it was, it was, um, it, it was, it, it meant a lot. And he meant a lot to a lot of people and he had an impact on a lot of people. So yeah, I think, I think from, from, a an English perspective, it's it's obviously a massive loss. Did you ever meet him, Spanner? No, I didn't. But when I was about ten, I went to Bobby Charlton's soccer school <laughs> to try and yeah. he, he did these soccer schools over in the UK back yeah. in like the eighties or late seventies. And um yeah, it was like a skills soccer school, like a, a knockouty thing where you you had to do all sorts of different juggling and striking a ball and things like that. Yeah. So no, I didn't get to meet him, but yeah, that was my first memory of sort of of him. Well, I, I met him once. He actually presented me with a certificate for getting to the quarterfinals of the North of England Sabutio Championships right. uh, when I was about 14. Uh, and I was hugely impressed, even though I was a Manchester City fan, of course. <laughs> uh, and then much later, of course, he, play, he came to play out in Australia at the back yeah. end of his career. So he's got mm-hmm. links to this part of the world mm-hmm. as well. Broski. Spenner, looking at Manchester United this week, they uh, they scraped past uh, Alex Molchanov's Sheffield United um, thanks to Diego Dalot's curling effort. Now, four of their victory, of their five victories this year have been by the single goal. Uh, and ahead of the Manchester derby this week, I mean, are there any positives to take out of that game other than the three points? No. The three points can can look. Three points can bring confidence, right? And start they can start to think that they might try and get a bit of a run going. 
it is only nine games into the season. We're only a quarter of the way through, but it hasn't been a brilliant start from Abrosky. So, mm. um, <laughs> with Harry Maguire back in the side, it'd be interesting to see how he comes up against Erlen, Erlen, um against Haaland, right? That's going to be interesting at the weekend, definitely. <laughs> is, <isn't it? laughs> uh, and should be a pretty sombre occasion as well with the passing mm. of uh, Sir Bobby Charlton and, of course, For Francis sure. Lee, who was uh, celebrated by City fans uh, last weekend. On to City in a minute. Uh, Tottenham have gone back top, of course, after seeing mm. off Fulham on Monday. It is still early days, as you said, only nine games played, but they do seem to be full of confidence. Uh, do they have the depth of squad? I think we touched upon this a little bit last week to, to challenge over the course of the season, do you think? Well, I, th- I think they'll, I think they'll be there or thereabouts, right? Um, they haven't, they haven't, they haven't had any of the, they haven't played any hard teams yet. Well, they played Arsenal. And, and look, well, they played Liverpool as well, but we can't play <laughs> Liverpool. Aren't they? Well, that's two of the other big teams. Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> are a big team. Um, look, I think, I think that they've, he, he's managed to get the get the results, and I mean, he drew with Arsenal. But they they've beaten what's in front of them, and that's all they can do, right? So they've played Luton, Sheffield United, um, Bar- I think they played Barnsley. They played they've played about five of the the bottom six teams so far. So they've they've all you can do is beat what's in front of you. And but what it's done is it's bred, bred confidence, and that's that's a massive thing in 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 football that will take them into the into the the harder games that they will have coming up um and I, I listened to an interview this morning where someone was saying well can Tottenham win it and and to be fair like that as, as Ange said and unless there's a rule that says we can't then of course we can but it is only a quarter of the way through the season and it and it's great the way they're playing and I hope they maintain it. They are going to get injuries. There are going to be players that are going to get fatigue or have a dip in form, and it's how they bounce back from that. That's going to happen. It's mm. going to happen at some point. But we know what he's like as a manager, and if someone has a dip in form, he's got the man management skills to be able to pick these players back up and turn it around quite quickly. And, mate, looking at the Merseyside derby, uh, Everton's still winless at Anfield since the year 2000. Liverpool winning 2-0 after Ashley Young's first half red card and, and Mo Salah's brace. Now, Dyche wasn't happy with the refereeing, uh, the inconsistency that he, he felt was shown, uh, especially with Ibrahim Kanate not being sent off. What did you make of that challenge? Should he have been sent off? Um, no. Yeah, no, right. I don't think he should. Interesting. No, I, I thought he. I, I thought no. it, it. To be honest, to be Spanner, if you, if you look at how Ashley Young received his two yellow cards, certainly I think it, oh, I can't remember if it's the first or the second, but I, one of I, them is very similar to Kanati's challenge, and he was on the yellow because he wasn't yeah. sent off, right? Yeah. But we and we have to back the back, we have to back the officials. That's true, and we have to we have to back them and say no, they 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 made their decision, mm. and that was it, right? So, you know, we we've, we've bought the the VAR thing in now that's obviously not working, but, <laughs> but we can't just rely on that. So if we still go back to the old days of saying it's on the referees decisions, then we have to support the referees. Yeah. And if we're going to have an entire season where every decision is going to get scrutinized, was that, you know, should they have got two yellows for that? Should that have been a red card? Then, mm. 
we you and I know Simon that that's what creates the conversations in the pubs but ultimately like let's back let's let's try and give back the officials a little bit more I can't yeah. believe I'm saying that no but I can't either it. but it's you're right you're absolutely right uh let's talk a little bit about Arsenal uh they were 2-0 down at Stamford Bridge uh, to Chelsea uh, this could have been a statement win for Maurizio Pochettino in the end they had to settle for a draw uh, letting it slip late on Declan Rice and then Leandro Trossard uh, with the second goal. Uh, does that sort of show Arsenal's metal that they're going to be perhaps even closer this year to the championship? It does, but it also shows some vulnerability at the back a little bit. That mm. you know, if you're going to be champions, you you need to be keeping clean sheets. Arsenal, uh, sorry, Chelsea are Chelsea are a good side this year. They're really starting to hit form and pick up results. Pochettino's turning it around. It's taken a little bit of time, but it's coming for them. So, yes, it's a good point for Arsenal, but the teams that, you know, if you're going to go and win the league, I think you need to be there, the games that you need to be going and trying and winning, or or do or you need to be, if, if you're going to be going 2-0 down, yeah, come back, nick a point, but otherwise, yeah, you want to be going there, trying to keep clean sheets, nick a goal or two, and you're not going to, you're not going to dominate Chelsea, playing the way that they are at the moment, but you, you, would have hoped for Arsenal's sake that you know, the Arsenal fans would have hoped they would have come away with a win. And your old club, mate, uh, overcame a potential banana skin match uh, holding on against uh, against Brighton to win 2-1 there. Um, Alvarez and Haaland getting the goals. Uh, mate, for you, still shaky defensively uh, for Pep or you know more, more work to be done on that side, do you think? Much more work. Much more work, Broski, and getting getting a settled back four. And I think you know we, we, he's still working out what his best back four is. I think the key thing for him was to stop the stop the rut. Obviously, after a couple of defeats, it was really important that they they did bounce back and and get three points on the table, especially with Arsenal slipping up. Um, but yeah, defensively, I think you know Brighton Brighton are a good side, but. Ultimately, they would have been open to have kept clean sheet. Okay, uh, last one, Spenner. We're going to talk a bit about Aston Villa. Uh, Unai Emery's side stayed oh. in fifth with uh, a 4-1 win over West Ham. Uh, we've had a text uh, from somebody who's not put their name on the bottom of it. It says, for Spencer, everybody's behind Spurs at the moment, but people are sleeping on Aston Villa. They look stunning this season. What's your thoughts? They were brilliant last season. And he's carried it on this season. And, you know, they didn't start well in Europe, but the league form is sublime. And the way that they're playing, the football they're playing, especially at Villa Park, is sensational. Mm. Yeah. So they will be a real threat. And, they and you know, the, the way they're picking up points, going and playing against Villa right now, no one wants to play Villa. Right now, like you know what you're going to get when you play against Arsenal or mm. when you play Man City or Liverpool, but Villa are the dark horses right now. And um, he, he's he got this now, and, and this is his second year there, and he's really turning it. He's turned it around last season, and they're picking up again even more this year. Mm. Watkins up front is an absolute handful, by the way. I mean, he, he, you know, we saw him score for England in the international break as well. And if they can hang on to him and, and build around that as well, they w they could challenge top four. Interesting. 
Spanner, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much, mate. We'll uh, speak to you again next week. Take care, boys. See you, mate. Goodbye. <laughs> Spencer Breyer. Champions League this week. Wednesday morning, Man United, Copenhagen. Sevilla against Arsenal. Braga against Real Madrid. Thursday morning, Celtic, Atletico Madrid. Newcastle against Dortmund. PSG against AC Milan. And Young Boys against Manchester City. And a reminder, you can listen to the English Premier League every weekend live on SEN. The weekend game, Saturday morning, Palace against Tottenham is the early one. Saturday night, Sunday morning, it's Chelsea-Brentford, West London Derby, Arsenal-Sheffield United and Wolves against Newcastle. And then on Monday, it's West Ham against Everton at midnight, Liverpool against Forest at 1 and the big Manchester derby, United against City. Come on, City, at 2.30 a.m. All those games available across the SEN network via the SEN app.